The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. Why is the Force connected? I am a Jedi. Always do their part. We're a Gaia in the Force. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Force Diet Podcast, a Star Wars show covering the latest and greatest from the core worlds to the Outer Rim. If Star Wars is your space, we are your place. I'm your host, Obi-Sean, and on tonight's episode, I'm joined by none other than the master himself, Jedi John. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm, I'm doing, man. Doing great. Doing great. Excellent. Excellent. Survived uh, survived Valentine's Day just, just fine, yes, I hope, yes. Uh, yeah, I, we don't do a whole lot for that, so yeah, you? Ah, yes, ah, yes, you know, after being uh, married uh, over a decade, uh, Valentine's Day is usually pretty pretty chill. I'm, I'm coming up on five years, so I'll get there. I'll get there one day. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so uh, we're coming off, uh, what, Star Wars Podcast Day was, I guess, a little over a week ago now, um, and we are in that lull before the storm that is the launch of the bad batch right that's uh coming up this wednesday three episode drop so close it's so close it's right here it's on our doorstep um and so this episode we thought it'd be fun to uh well there's there's obviously some new stuff uh in the uh well there's stuff in the news there we go um you know so the uh we got the empire magazine phantom menace release so we'll talk a little bit about that um there was a uh, news bulletin or news article yesterday about a new Mandalorian game. Um, so we'll talk briefly on that. And then we will close the episode with uh, with our Bad Batch predictions. So our prediction is sure to go wrong. Um, but we've got uh, a few different Absolutely. a few different topics that we'll try and uh, <clears throat> postulate about. But before we jump into that, we'll do a little bit of housekeeping. So uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. Um if you enjoy what you hear during today's show, please be sure to give the show a follow, uh, subscribe to the show, um, and uh, you know, rate and review, whether that's on Apple or Spotify. Um, there's ways to do both. Um, so it's really helpful for the show. Um, it doesn't take much. It's free, and it's quick to do. So uh, we would appreciate that. Thumbs ups. Um, so uh, Give us a thumbs up. Let's go. Smash that follow button. <laughs> the old Siskin and Ebert, two thumbs up. Um, so yeah, so as we dive into kind of our news section, I guess, um, we are uh, unfortunately going to start on a slightly somber note because uh, since the last time we recorded, um, we unfortunately lost uh, Carl Weathers. Um, he actually passed uh, the day after we recorded our last episode. So we wanted to drop a little, um, you know, uh, in memoriam thing for him here. Uh, of course, High Magistrate Grief Karga. Uh you know, actor, director, um, you know, and uh, a very important sort of piece, I guess, to the the sort of new uh, Star Wars universe, right? Um, so, rest in peace, uh, Carl Weathers. The R.I.P. Gonna miss him. Gonna miss him. Uh, our uh, the big sort of news release uh, earlier this. Yeah, earlier this week, the Empire Magazine uh, on the 15th dropped two special cover issues celebrating the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace, right? For all of us feeling uh, <clears throat> old uh, 
the uh, the movie's coming back to theaters May third. Um, your first thoughts, John? Uh, well, first of all, we got the hello there tease right on social media the day before they announced it, right? And everybody was expecting a maybe an Obi Wan Kenobi season two, uh, but we got this instead. So, your first thoughts when uh, when you heard the news that Phantom Menace was coming back to theaters? Um. Well, similarly to you, um, outside of seeing uh, the special edition for the original trilogy in theater, this was my first Star Wars experience in theaters when I was a kid as for, for, for new Star Wars. And um, so bringing it back, uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, I can't wait to see it on the big screen again. Um, I mean, I remember being in the theater... The first time. I mean, I was uh, just a kid, just a wee lad, and uh, <clears throat> just uh, it'll be it'll be interesting, you know. Like that that was um, one of the first movies, like outside of some Disney stuff, that you know my mom took me to, um, and uh, yeah, so it drums up some some memories there for me, and uh, yeah, it should be a, a fun time. I hope um, uh, I hope we have a shot to see it. So. Yeah, the um, I don't think they've re- announced locations yet or movie uh, nope. theater locations. So now, will you is uh, little man too? You think he's too, he's probably too young to to take him to see? Yeah, it. yeah. I don't know if I can feed him enough sugar uh, or popcorn <laughs> or icy to keep him in a chair for a two hour window, but mm-hmm. I can try. Um, but I don't think I would. I'm he's probably a little too young for it. Yeah, for sure. Although. It's hard not to try. I mean, it's it's Star Wars in the theater. Like, I mean, he's alive, so like, let's we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he's he, well. I, I'm the same way with Connor. Like, I really want to take him to see it, but then part of me is like, well, we could just watch it here, and he'd probably get the exact same feeling. Like, it it won't have the same the same gravitas for him that it will for us. You know, if we get a chance to see it in theaters. Um, we can totally freak out when Maul shows a double-bladed lightsaber, like all over again, we just like totally we're eleven. Out. And we can make we we can make him feel like we're like, Connor, you see that? You see, he's got two. <laughs> well, he knows, and that's the thing. He knows Maul, like he knows. Oh yeah, the characters from watching me play uh, Lego Star Wars. He would sit and watch mm. me play that game. Yeah, for well, not hours because I didn't play it that long, but. Regardless, he, he knows, you know, Ray, Padme, Anakin, Dooku, all, all these characters because he watched him play the Lego game. So I think he would understand it to a point. He would love the space, you know, the, the dog fighting and everything like that. But there's a lot of politicking at the start of that movie <laughs> before, it, mm-hmm. uh, before it gets interesting. So given, well, it's so it's, it's dropping May 3rd. I, I have to imagine it's going to be in theaters at least through the full-on 25th anniversary, you know, 25th anniversary, which I think was May 20, May 27th. Hold on. Sorry, May 19th. It came out May 19th. So maybe it's only a two-week window. I don't know, because Return of the Jedi was a similar short period. Yeah, it was very short, yeah. So I can only imagine how difficult it will be to get a ticket on May 4th, which is that Saturday. Um, 
but yeah, I'm probably not gonna try that. But you never know. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's anything like it was when uh, I saw Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith in theaters, where you know you get everybody uh, dressed up and bringing in lightsabers and and the whole shebang, it could be a lot of fun if if you were if you manage to score a ticket. <clears throat> so, um, now one thing I wanted to talk about while we were here. Uh, was some of the quotes that came out of the uh, the interview. Uh, there was one that was maybe not so friend- family-friendly that uh, Ian McDermott had about Palpatine. We won't cover that one here. Uh, but there was something from Samuel L. Jackson. He was asked, uh, what are your thoughts, or what were your thoughts? There it is. What were your thoughts on Mace's death? And uh, his response was, he's not dead. So my question to you, and I think we've talked about this maybe at a point in our two-and-a-half-year two-year history uh do you want mace to come back would you want mace a mace series or a mace film outside of tales of the jedi like do you want like a live action sort of mace story so the only problem with i mean the only problem with that is it's going to be like either dh samuel L. jackson for something or make him look just incredibly old because he fell out of a you know 20 story story building <laughs> Um, probably higher than that, really. So, um, yeah, I mean, would I like to see it? Why not? I mean, it's more Star Wars. And if it's Samuel L. Jackson in the role, I'll, I'll take that too. Um, I just think that, uh, um, they would probably have to go younger for it. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't, it probably would not be him unless they did like, uh, this is what happened to Mace after he fell. So. Right. And then I guess you could do it as animation, but um, then you got to think, okay, do we use the Clone Wars animation or do we come, do we use Tales of Jedi animation or do we create new animation for it? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. What, what about you? Would you take more Mace Windu? Um, I would take a Mace Windu story if it gave some background into his sort of understanding of the force and the way that he, you know, delved into the dark side teachings, right. To kind of mold his style. Right. Um, because his vapid fighting style, right. Is very aggressive. It, it, it's not dark side per se, but it, it, it pulls uh, pieces. Yeah. Pieces. Pulls, yeah. yeah. Um, like little, little components. Right. And, and it channels both sides to kind of create this, um, very aggressive fighting style, right? Um, you know, his purple lightsaber blade, right? The 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 thought being, of course, that it's a it's a mix of a of a red crystal and a blue crystal, right? Or maybe it's just because Sam went a purple, right? Which is the prevailing story. But uh, and and there is a comic series that's coming out. Um, actually, it may be out now uh, through Marvel. So it's possible the comics will delve into that a bit. Um, which would be okay also, but, uh, but I, I would, I would be in favor of kind of like an early mace with his upbringing through the, uh, through, through his training to kind of see how he became that crusty rule following Jedi that nobody really cares for. (laughs) Um, at least from a, you know, those who watch the Clone Wars don't really care for, right? No, right. Um, so Absolutely. I would take that. I don't really want post fall out the window mace just because he's probably not lurking around doing a whole bunch of 
extraneous activities with the empire, you know, quickly, quickly rising. But who knows? I mean, maybe we get like the Nick. Yeah, he's Fier- missing a hand. Yeah, he got electrocuted. Yeah, you know, he's torched up. So, um, but yeah, no, that's I, I, I would take it if it was like an earlier mace, kind of like you said, um, which probably lends itself only to animation because I don't really want to de-aged Sam Jackson, but. Um, any yep. continuation of a story that is good and well thought out, I'm here for. Next bit of news, right? We had uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, uh, or maybe a day and a half ago, uh, there was an article that came out about a Mandalorian game that Respawn is developing, uh, which is in early development, and um, there's, there's obviously not a ton of details on it, but um, so Insider Gaming is the uh, publication that kind of broke, I guess, the story. Um, So it says, uh, I'm reading from an IGN article here, Uh, it says, Let's players control a Mandalorian bounty hunter during a time when the Empire is dominating the galaxy. So could be anywhere from, say, you know, anywhere from like that 1510 BBY through like four or five maybe. BBY? Yeah, through, I mean, through Return of the Jedi, really, yeah. Well, but, I mean, during the during the Galactic Civil War, I mean, is the Empire kind of dominating at this point, or are they still dominating at that point, or is there some cracks in the armor, sort of, so to speak, right? Because we've already got Star Wars Outlaws, yeah. which takes place between Empire and Jedi. So if you had overlap there, I feel like, be like, well, why doesn't my bounty hunter run into my scoundrel and my... Right in my Outlaws game, but um, the the article goes on to talk about uh, it being quote fast paced, um, with uh, you know multiple gadgets like wrist rockets, uh, grapple hook, um, health regenerating upon successive kills. So it's going to be, uh, I guess, less about catching and more about eliminating targets. It feels more like a God of War type style game. Get more health by by defeating enemies. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was that was a fun game too. And along those lines, uh, the article goes on to talk about it being a sort of linear uh, mission to mission type game structure as opposed to open world. So, kind of again differentiating itself from the Outlaws game that we'll, we should be seeing later this year. Um, so. Uh, it goes on to complete uh, by saying there's no word yet on multiplayer, and it's likely uh, a year or two away. Which, if it's in early development, I would be shocked if it's any earlier than 2026. Two years. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, ex- I would expect two years. Uh, yeah. Minimum. Um, so it's interesting because Respawn is, of course, the studio that has done the Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order games. Uh, so of course they're working on the third game for that, uh, and apparently they also haven't untitled Star Wars first-person shooter game and a Star Wars strategy game that they're also working on. So they are uh, fully engrossed. They are like Quite busy. There's the Star Wars studio, apparently. So, uh, which is okay, because the Jedi, the Jedi games long, have been amazing. Listen, as long as EA doesn't get it again, I don't care. Yeah. So, um, and it's interesting, too, because there was that, uh, there was a, a bit of stuff last year, middle of the year, where they had... Uh, supposedly like an ea or former ea dice employee released yeah. a whole bunch of like pre-dev or pre 
not pre-dev, but uh, early dev footage of a Mandalorian-like game, uh, which of course didn't come to fruition or anything like that. So it'll be interesting if there's any sort of similarities to that. If like the if it's a third per well, it says first person. So, um, but in any case, you know, with Outlaws coming out this year, I, I think the Kotor remake uh, got re reignited. I think that's back in the works again and then now you've got this along with apparently a couple other star wars games coming um plus the third jedi survivor uh, jedi uh i don't know what they're going to call it but the third jedi game uh it's uh it's a good time to uh, be a star wars gaming fan so yeah absolutely um oh see i, I went out of order i even wrote the order down wait carl weathers mandalorian game <laughs> Didn't want to stop you. You're on a roll. I was on a roll. Um, okay. So uh, the last the last thing we'll get into, which is, again, the bulk of the discussion, is going to be the Bad Batch predictions. So we are less than three days away now. Um, yeah, three whole days. According to this Sunday evening, you know. Uh, three episodes drop Wednesday. Uh, we will be actually uh, joining the Hyperspace Heroes podcast on Thursday evening. Um, <clears throat> so I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. So uh, be sure to turn into uh, tune into their show on Thursday evening to uh, listen to uh, John and I uh, yak it up with Brown Squadron. So uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, we've done this in the past with the last two seasons. We've tried to predict things that are going to happen. So... Um, First, like I said, I have like four things I think we can kind of discuss or maybe, you know, chat about. Um, so I've got Asajj's involvement, the state of the cloning project, surprise cameos, and then how does it end the fate of the crew, right? Mm -hmm. And then anything else you want to talk about. But I have kind of like those four things. Um, where do you want to start? I mean, we start right at the top, I feel like. Okay. Asajj's the Asajj's involvement. So, what do you predict her involvement will be? <clears throat> so I feel like she's going to be one of the hired guns that comes after them. So um, I assume she's doing some scoundrel type stuff um, and and bounty hunting and or bounty hunting. Um, there's no reason why she would not be. I mean, she obviously has lightsabers. Um, and she should be pretty good at her job if she can still wield the force, which I just assume is also a thing that she is able to do. So I don't see a reason why she wouldn't be a um, the bounty hunter that you send after people if you need it. Um, so I assume that she'll be um, introduced as someone that's after um, uh, after the squad. So. So you think that she will go back to working with the Empire? Or for, sorry, for the Empire, not with, before. Yeah, I mean... I don't know why not. Gotta make money. I mean, that's true. So so you think and, she goes... the Emperor in the trailer said it, any means necessary. <laughs> yeah, the, the interesting thing will be how they tie it back to, again, the Dark Disciple um, right. story arc, right? So... You know, she's, at least from my understanding, again, I haven't read it or 
listened to it yet, which it's on my short list of, of books to listen to, it, it would seem not not counterproductive or anything like that, but kind of uh, the opposite of the way that her character was in the story. Um, now, we talked a couple weeks ago about is it possible that it could be like flashbacky yeah. type things. Um, if that's all we get her in, I think that that would be kind of disappointing. Um, I'm hoping that if she is for some reason, like I'm, I'm hoping that maybe the batch is who hires her to go after people pertaining to whether it's like, uh, like, uh, like Delta squad or, um, uh, you know, one of the other detachments that comes after the Bad Batch. Like, she's actually, like, helping them. Um, the, the the trailer would seem to indicate otherwise. <clears throat> yeah, and but, I think we discussed during that conversation that we thought it was a bit of a red herring, mm-hmm. uh, the way they cut that. Uh, which, uh, I think I, I was on board with the, uh, <clears throat> the flashback scenes during that conversation. I just think that... Um, it makes sense that the highest bidder gets the gets the person, and I think the Empire is going to throw a lot of money mm-hmm. at everybody. So, yeah, I I, I just for the trailer, I just hope we get her for more than like one, like maybe like half an episode. Like I hope that whatever her involvement is, is is there some meat on the bone there? Uh, I would hope so. I mean, she was in the trailer. If she was only in half an episode, why even bother putting her in the trailer? Other than to make it seem like she's more than she really... Hype. Hype, John. She's more than meets the eye. (laughs) She's the Optimus Prime of of Dark Disciples. Um, Yeah, yeah, if, if she could somehow find a way to help kind of bring down sort of the empire's plan i think that that would be kind of a fun uh i don't know wrinkle in her story arc and the other thing that it could be you know the the batch might have hired her but just thinking about how they are about not killing clones and not killing like just going to stun on everything you know Mm -hmm. um except when wrecker has a tank um they're just sleeping, John. They're just sleeping. They're just sleeping. Um, you know, maybe it turns into a situation where they're, they're like, we don't want you to kill these men. Like, mm-hmm. and she, then it, it, she turned on them because they're trying to stop her from killing. Could happen also. Could also, yeah. Could also happen. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll probably all be wrong completely. A hundred percent. Well, uh, and, and along those lines, so so let's jump then to surprise cameos. Like, aside from the ones that we've already seen from the trailer, right, with, like, Cad and Fennec and everything like that, do you suspect that there will be any sort of, like, whoa, didn't expect that uh, appearances? Oh, uh, who could show up? Calcastus somewhere? I mean, it's a little early for him. Yeah, but you know, like uh, I mean, we saw Kanan and Clone Wars as just a a, a, a Padawan, you know. So um, for that one, that first episode when mm-hmm. 
when the bad when bad batch was introduced mm -hmm. so um i can just see something happening where you know something something weird and you're like oh hey like i i know that guy i know him uh-huh yeah um but yeah um it would be early for him though um who else can we get i really put a lot of thought into this one because i feel like you know most of the people most of the players we know already mm -hmm. um that that are in the game you know so um i think the surprise for me i who'd you bring up wolf last time mm -hmm. um yeah uh, I didn't actually catch that in the trailer. Uh, you had caught that one. I'm like, ooh, Wolf would be a cool one to see. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, other than that, I kind of expected the Bounty Hunters to be back. Um, that's not surprising to me. Uh, anywhere they could put Cad Bane is a win for, <laughs> for Star Wars Lucasfilm right now. Um, I would doubt we see some Boba. Yeah, I I still I still think he's too young. Also, I mean, he would be a teenager at this point. Like he would be. I mean, he would have he would have been flying around at this point. Yeah, I mean, he would have been in. He'd be, he'd be getting into the game. That would be that would be an interesting. That that would be an interesting one. We've been calling Boba for two and a half years. Have been wrong like from the beginning about Boba showing up. So that <laughs> this would be the perfect time to throw him in. <laughs> yeah, because now you're years later too. Like Omega in the trailer looked looked much older. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you you're looking at uh about to get into his, uh, we'll call it his cocky prime, Boba mm -hmm. Fett, probably. Mm -hmm. You know, the the thing with <clears throat> so looking back at the trailer, right? You have I pointed out that one scene where it looks like you have a 212 trooper, not 212, uh, uh, Mace's battalion. I forget. Anyways, uh, 222nd. And then uh, the shock trooper, right? The red shock trooper. Right. It'd be interesting if you get somebody like, and I don't know if, if Fox is still around or if he's still, you know, tied to the hip of, I mean, he's not tied to the hip of Palpatine anymore because they've been replaced by presumably either the elite guard or the royal guard or delta squad you see it in the trailer but maybe that's for hemlock's group i don't know but um like the coruscant shock troopers right would perhaps have been sort of dissolved or or, or or moved out so you know if you end up with somebody like fox coming back to help team up with like echo and rex because they're out there trying to collect collect other clones sure. right um, yeah. I, th I think for the empire, it would be cool to, if we saw somebody like, uh, well, of course, Vader, like Vader is an easy one that could show up, um, at some point to, I don't yeah. know, necessarily oversee anything per se, but he'd be one heck of a soldier for the empire, right? Uh, when Mount Tantus inevitably comes under attack. Um, but, uh. I've seen some theories about Orson Krennic showing up, um, which would be interesting. I don't know why he would be there, per se. Um, he's just a, <clears throat> you know, but he's, he's just a higher up in the military. Right. Um, yeah, he hasn't been reassigned yet to work on, on the, you know, Project Stardust or anything like that. Um, so that would be, you know, that would be interesting. Uh, 
as for as for good guys, I I can't honestly think of any. Definitely, I can't think of any Jedi no. that would show up. Of course, um, although it would be interesting if uh, if going back to Asajj, if depending on how they use her, if Quinlan shows up oh, at some okay. point, um, that would be that would be really interesting. I think I think more of the cameos will come, or and I say cameos, but more of those appearances will come maybe from old clones that we haven't seen in a while. Um, mm. You know, so uh, like like I said, whether that's Fox or uh, well, we already talked about Wolf. Wolf's kind of not confirm, you know, hundred percent confirmed, but it's, he looked pretty pretty evident there. Do we get we got Gregor last season, didn't we? <clears throat> Yes, he was in one of their break-ins. Yeah, so so we won't get him. So anyway, so yeah, so I, I'm leaning more towards Imperial uh, cameos, whether it's Krennic, Vader. Um, be cool to get Quinlan. Uh, I do think Cal is too young. Cal hasn't even like tapped into his Force powers yet because the Bracca intro for Fallen Order is five years post Order sixty six, and I still don't even know that we've made it that far uh, into this series, despite what's sure to be a pretty big time jump. So. I just know we've been to Bracca multiple times now, so I just yeah, and it's 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 not uh, the scrapyard the way it is yet in uh, in Jedi Fallen Order, so um, I mean it, there's a bunch of scrap there, but they're not the Empire's not using it as their stripped down right what have you anyways um, so yeah so those 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 would probably be my guesses. I, I like the Boba one because it kind of plays into the clone rebellion that's in Legends. You could do like a reverse rebellion here where he's somehow involved and, you know, they use the clones at the facility to to fight back. I don't know. Uh, mo- based on Crosshair's uh, state in the trailers, um, I don't know that many people there would be in fighting uh, fighting shape, but yeah, um, if, if, probably not. No, but if they wanted to throw in Boba, since they're bringing back all these other bounty hunters, like you said, I'd be okay with it. It you get the Alpha and the Omega together in the story. I figured that would happen at least once while we're here, but you never know. I mean, <laughs> the other piece of it is, is you know, we can always look for uh, the other bounty hunters. You know, like mm-hmm. Zuckus. Greedo, you never know. That's true. That's true. Um, so yeah. So and along those lines of the clones, the clone rebellion. What do you think will be the fate of the project, cloning project on Mount Tantus and Hemlock? Uh. Well. Oh. Hemlock's got to bite the dust, right? It's got to. I don't see how he makes it out of there clean. After 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 what they did to Tech, he's got to he's got to go. He's got to go. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. Unredeemable. Um, I just think Nalsei is already half sabotaging the deal, so I'm I'm very. I mean, I don't see it going well. So. Which is why they're still working on stuff, um, you know, in, in 
things places like the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have it perfected. The Empire didn't perfect it, obviously. So Mount Tantus is not gonna uh, end well for anything. <laughs> so do you see? So I'm I'm of the same belief. I think that whatever sort of final shebang we get in this season is going to be the ending of all cloning operations on Mount Tantanus. I think they're going to blow up the damn mountain. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how you blow up a mountain, but they're definitely going to, they're going to do something with the mountain. Um, I don't even think it's going to be the batch. I think, I think they're going to self-destruct it. So nobody finds out what they were doing there. Which would be slightly unsatisfying because I want the bad batch to be the one to like, <laughs> I, what I could see, and this kind of gets, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I could totally see like Hunter making like the sacrifice to be the one to like, like blow the bomb Armageddon, Armageddon style. He's going to be Harry Stamper. He's going to stay behind. He's going to blow up the asteroid. He's going to blow up the, like, that's going to be his thing as everybody else is getting, you know, escaping and flying away. And you just see the, you know, it's like his canon moment, I suppose, if you will. Um, and that's how that's how you send sent Hunter off. But yeah, I, I don't see Hemlock escaping. Uh, I hope that you know uh, the, the the trailer kind of made it seem like their little assistant was going to help start to help Omega. She looked like she felt bad for mm-hmm. Omega in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, and there was a second sort of teaser. I don't know if you saw it where. It's um, Omega talking to Crosshair through one of the vents, I guess, and mm-hmm. wanting to try to talk to him about formulating an escape plan. He's like, there's no escape, you know. But uh, she's like, oh, uh, I can ask uh, – I don't remember what the her, – her sister's name, right, the sister clone, for, for assistance. And Hunter's – or Hunter. Crosshair's like, you, you're far too trusting and – or you trust too easy. And Omega says, you don't – maybe you don't trust – enough and then that's like the end of it um so yeah it could be her she could assist in some way but i feel like you got to have somebody kind of closer to the higher up to kind of adequately sabotage so nala say possibly could be um you know a component of that but whatever happens i see that mountain exploding at the end of season three fiery fiery greatness <laughs> there's something has to go boom and i want the mountain to go boom so um and then the last thing is well how does the season end and what happens to the crew yeah i don't have high hopes for the crew do you want to start with this one or do you want me to lead with it <laughs> um i mean i can start uh, and then, yeah, I'll start. So I have a hard time seeing how most of the crew survives. Um, I could see maybe one or two of them. Obviously we know like Rex doesn't count. He's like an extension of the crew, right? So he doesn't really count. So you've got Echo, Hunter, Ricka, Crosshair. Omega, right? Those five. You know, you've talked a lot about Crosshair's redemption, right? And I do think that that is a very real possibility. Now, does that mean he escapes? 
as part of his redemption? I don't know. I, I would love to see... Uh, for any of them that do go out, I want to see them go out in the most, like, on-character way possible, right? So, like, Crosshair go, go down fighting kind of the way he tried to do in, in season two when he was trying to break out um hunter i feel like seems to be needs to be more stoic in and and uh protective in in if if his story ends i think like i said that's how he's going to go in protecting the rest of the crew um if that's the case i hope his his sort of sacrifice isn't necessarily in vain but we have to think there there's there's going to be a gap and the question becomes well where where was everybody during this period or this period right um and why are they not with like rec or uh rex during rebels for example uh why is it just rex and and gregor and wolf um so I feel like the most I feel like the most bad batch way uh, to end the show would be for them all to be together in destroying the mountain like bringing that entire thing crumbling down and like that being their their send off um, not necessarily Omega perhaps but they're her brothers and I doubt that she would ever leave them um, now if they choose to do that that would be pretty heavy uh but just gonna rogue one rogue one the whole thing you, you know they they definitely could it the, the the problem is again you have the kid so that would be a hard whereas with rogue one of course everyone's an adult um so that would be that would be a challenge to do um unless of course she escapes with like you know whether that's like fennec swooping in to like help pick her up on the way out and the boy and the guy stay behind or you know because what are fennec and cad's roles do they are they in the same boat where fennec's kind of trying to help omega and cad's trying to help the empire i don't know but um like for the guys i feel like saving omega is the ultimate goal and they'll do whatever they need to do uh to not only save her but i think cripple the empire at least from their cloning perspective at the same time. So we didn't get it during clone wars, but, uh, what if we get the cad and Boba showdown? Cause Boba's protecting Omega. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, we, we actually said that last season or season one, yep. when we saw cad the first time, um, yep. we, we, that's actually our first TikTok, believe it or not, was, <laughs> was that discussion about Boba showing up and doing the, the standoff with cad. So, that would be cool. That would be cool. I would be I would be in for that. Because the only other thing that I could think for Cad would be if uh, he got another standoff with Hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, already that doesn't. I mean, he's got some plot armor, pretty mm-hmm. pretty heavy plot armor, right? So it's not like Hunter could beat him in a duel to like uh, to kill him. No. So. So 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 yeah. So I guess to complete my prediction is that. Omega survives. The Batch sacrifice themselves in a way to save her and cripple the Empire at the same time and, and making Mountain go boom. So, big hill go boom. Like, mm-hmm. that's 
I feel like for them, it's always been about being together, fighting back. And in this case, it will be about protecting the kid, saving the kid, and helping her escape. And there's going to have to be sacrifices to along the way. I think Crosshair could be the one that kind of helps get her across the line, right? Like he finally comes back into the fold like you've wanted forever. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I am with my prediction sure to go wrong. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree with, I, I think that uh, um, our Bad Batch is going to, the Dad Batch, they're going down, unfortunately. Um, it's going to be sad. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. I see Crosshair redeem himself and then, you know, pull in the, I'm going to hold him here kind of kind of deal, like. Mm-hmm. Shut the door. Hodor? He's gonna Hodor it? Yeah, he's gonna Hodor it, yeah. He's gonna shut the door and hold the hold the line. Um boy. Echo. Echo's just gonna die. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do. Uh I've never been a huge fan of Echo, so it's hard. Um it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, I I'm so, I'm so I'm so torn on this because like I said before with the duel thing like we could get a rematch of the duel between Hunter and Cad where Cad's like I thought I killed you last time this time he does kill him you know like because you know the hope for all of us would be Hunter wins the duel again yeah, but we, but we, but we know he can't right like you just said we know he can't well, well unless he stuns him you know he could surprise everybody and stun Cad no I think I think the stun guns are off for this last episode. I don't think I don't think they're going into stun anymore. I don't think we can lose everybody in the last episode. So it's going to be like a two episode drop where it's, you know, the penultimate episode is going to be at least one, and then we might lose two. Hmm. I think I think we, I think we get one survive one surviving bad batch member. Who? I think it's going to be Wrecker. I think Wrecker's going to make it. That would make sense because. Him and Omega have always had that like big brother, little sister type feel to their relationship. Yeah. The ironic person to make it would be Crosshair. Hmm. Is that ironic? Is that, is that, I don't know if that's ironic. Yes, because they'd be least expected to end up with Omega. That would definitely be the most, that would definitely be the most surprising. That's for sure. Um, And he wants nothing to do with her though. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. But then he'd be stuck. If she was able to, like, convince him, like, again, throughout the course of the season to, sure, you know, to to do that. But there was actually an article the other day on uh, Dorkside about uh, why Crosshair it actually came out today. Did it come out today? Yeah, it was today. Why Crosshair Should Survive Bad Batch Season 3. Um and I haven't had a chance to read it, so I'm not going to try and uh, uh, sin- s- uh, summarize it here. But there is, if you're if you're interested in why Crosshair should really survive, right. check out DorkSideOfTheForce.com, where uh, yours truly is a a, con- uh, uh, a contributor a every so often. Yeah. Right. That is not my article. That was written by Matthew Rudoy. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's I, an easy, interesting topic, though. Yeah. It is. It is, and. 
you know, one that is true, like one's redemption arc doesn't always need to end in a sacrificial death. So I can get behind that concept. <laughs> so do you see, so do you also see Mount Tantus going uh, kaboom? Oh yeah. I think it's going to be gone. Mount Tantus will be no more by the end of the series. Um, I actually wouldn't doubt if that's in the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that way the finale can be more wrap up versus the the final mission. What, what would there be to wrap up after that if everyone's dead, John? Well, you still got Rex. You still got Omega. Oh, they all go back to SIDS and they all pour one out like you get Sid in the last episode. That would be... That would be such Maybe a, it's just a five-minute finale. <laughs> be such a knife stab if they brought back Sid. Everyone hates Sid. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean that's probably that's a good point too. Yeah, Tantus will go in the last episode. Then I just feel like they're gonna get Omega earlier than that. I don't. I, there's no way they wait that long to get Omega back in the fold. So there's gotta be a rescue prior to that and then they might go back for it and i know you read the episode titles previously and i think we decided that it was like episode five or six or something like that was like yeah that was actually i i literally was just typing that in as you uh as you said that i was trying to find yeah um if i could uh, I, but yeah, overall, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna lose everybody except for one Bad Bash member, and I believe Omega makes it. Yeah. So the the last two episodes are titled Flash Strike, which bodes well for an assault. Uh, yeah. I mean, the episode right before that was Into the Breach. Then you have Flash Strike, and then the cavalry has arrived. Which, when we discussed things a few episodes ago, it was my thought that all of the all of the clones. That have been rebel clones have amassed uh, from Echo and Rex and everybody like that will, in one sort of felt swoop, like take take out the mountain. And if and if that includes like like you were saying Boba or or others, that would be that would be cool. I'd be okay with that. So you've got so you've got Omega and Wrecker making it. Yeah, I really if I was if I had to put a gamble on it, man, I almost want to put Crosshair up there now, but I, I'll stick with Wrecker. Well, I you're want the long shot. You're gambling. Long shot. You can gamble. Gamble your integrity here and yeah, complete naturally. complete your call. Complete the call. Have Crosshair make it. Crosshair's gonna make it. He'll be the one. No, there's no way he's gonna sacrifice himself. Um, Wrecker will be the one that makes it. I think. All right, so I'm you... gonna stick with Wrecker. So you got Wrecker and Omega. I've got just Omega uh, of the five. Um, so, because again, I don't think Disney's dark enough to send the. That's kid, why I don't think they're of Wrecker. I think Wrecker's too much of a, like a the kid favorite to, to 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 dump off. The kids didn't like Tech, Sean. They didn't care. They didn't understand him, John. <laughs> only i did (laughs) he was my my representation like i understood um, him uh i think i think yeah like wrecker's just the fun loving it's true big dude that that bowls into everything so like dude kids love that guy that's true that is true 
You know, if if they chose Echo, to keep... Echo's almost a mini tech. They don't really care that much about him either. Stop it. Echo tech was a hundred times better than Echo. I said a mini. He was mini. not mini. No. You take that back. You take it back. He literally has tools attached to him. He's kind of like tech. Mm. That's mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm angry. That's disappointing. I'm just going to let that be. Let the hate I'm, flow. I'm going to let the hate <clears throat> flow through me and just target it towards Mount Tantus and it exploding. Um, but whatever whatever happens, um, obviously, it's going to be uh, one heck of a ride. We're and excited to see it. I cannot wait for Wednesday. How many filler episodes do you think we're going to get? <laughs> I think it's going to be a uh I think it's going to be a pretty rapid fire. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's going to be a ton. There's not a whole lot of character development that needs to happen anymore. Like everyone kind of has their their space, their spots, yeah. their uh assignments. Everyone knows their roles. And I think it's time to I mean we're in act 3, right? So, season 1, you're introducing characters, season 2, you've got more kind of that fleshing out and season three is well it's act three so and i really feel like they've positioned each season as as an act of a film if you will and the third act is always the boom uh so the big climatic climactic finish and i think that's that's what we're in for so i cannot wait so anything anything else you want to add about the uh the bad batch i'm good just excited to to start on Wednesday. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to kind of wrap uh, wrap things up. So uh, we want to thank you all for listening. Uh, if you've made it this far, again, be sure to follow follow or subscribe to the show. Uh, leave a rating review. Again, Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, what have you, your platform of choice. You know, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, and be sure to link up with us on social media. The links to the uh, show will be in the show notes. Uh, we are most active on Twitter, but... Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok, come find us. Uh, be sure to, uh, and if uh, and if you like, uh, if you have any things you like to hear in the future, be sure to uh, you know reach out to us. Uh, check out the back catalog of episodes where you're sure to find something you'll enjoy, and be sure to share us with your friends. Uh, join us, and together we will rule the galaxy. Um, like last episode, we're going to leave you once again with a uh, little nugget of wisdom, um, and that is. It is a rough road that leads to the heights of greatness. With that, we'll bring this episode to a close. So for Jedi John and Moby Sean, and until next time. May the Force be with you. Force,